I'm delighted to welcome to my podcast today the very delightful Danielle Sheehan. Welcome, Danielle. Oh, thanks, Elaine. Thank you. So you're a very, very interesting lady, and I'm not quite sure where to start um, because there's so many things that you're interested in and, and you excel at. So let's start on where you live. You live, you don't live in an ordinary house, do you? No, I live in a real lighthouse in Newport, South Wales, UK, and it is 200 years old this year. So uh, we bought it when it was semi-derelict uh, and we were young then. We, you know, we, we come from London. And so when we saw this little piece in a magazine, a lineage, it said lighthouse in Newport. And we didn't even know where Newport was. So we got into the car and uh, came here. When we arrived, the place was semi-derelict and there were, it was such a big job, you know, to renovate it. Um, so we went home, we were so disappointed. And then a few days later, my husband said, what do you, we never talked about it when we got home. Um, and then a few days later, he said, what do you think? I just said, go for it go for it. <laughs> That's what we did. We didn't even think about consequences because we come from large families and groups of friends in London. Um, we, we just left. We just said, That's, who we're, that's what we're doing. We left our jobs. I was a college lecturer and my husband was in the music industry. We just left and that's it. And then it took us two years to do it up. So we had family and friends come over to, to help us. Even my mum started um, decorating you know um, and then after two years we thought well shall we you know we thought we'd let it uh, so we did let it to some students but they um, they were holding gatherings and they were having parties and, and smoking and what have you so we thought let's go let's get out of London you know um, and that's what we did we just Normally I'm risk averse, but I was saying to my husband, I'm risk averse, but that particular time we just did it without thinking, you know, where we were going to get the money from, how we, gonna, we were going to do it up, um, what problems there would be. And obviously where we live, there is no one nearby. So we, we live in the middle of nowhere, but there are a couple of farmers, not, you know, about a mile, um, away half a mile to a mile away so we just um and we didn't know anyone so when we arrived here the first time uh, a pigeon came in so you know as I said we come from large families and um and my mum was saying even on on a, a, a deathbed she said when are you coming home you know but when we arrived here there was a pigeon a pigeon stayed with us for a couple of weeks it stayed in in one of the bedrooms oh. so that we had company is that strange yeah there's this pigeon yeah. knew that we would be feeling quite lonely uh, and then kept us company but it, it made a mess in one of the bedrooms obviously it, it could fly in and out <laughs> just like, uh, we called him harry so, uh, okay. And then from then on, we, because um, we were, you know, we we read about new age thinking and what have you, uh, but we weren't practicing um, new ages. So when we came here, we thought, what's our niche? What do we need to do? And so um, we started to look at new age things, you know. So um, we had psychic fairs in here in the lighthouse. Um, at that time, it was a new thing to have psychic fairs. Um, and we had the Christians uh, at the end of our lane, because our, our lane is 0.7 of a mile. Uh, Christians were stopping people from coming to the psychic fair. And then we had a big article in the newspapers, you know, like <laughs> new ages have come in. and. Um, so that was fun. So we started to meet local people, you know, local um, people who are interested in spiritual things. Um, so 
but the main focus was to do bed and breakfast. So then we started, you know, getting things organized, having all suite facilities, um, advertising. So we didn't know anything about running a business. That's another thing. Um, <laughs> just you just live and learn, don't you? You're just like, oh gosh, yeah, let's do this, let's do that. And every day, my husband and I, we used to have a meeting. You know, what we're going to do today? What we're going <laughs> to? So well, we stopped doing that a few years ago. But when we first started, <laughs> we used to do that. You know, sort of first, you know, meeting of the two executives. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing yeah. like nothing like jumping in with both feet and um, getting yeah, wet. Sometimes, if you think too much, you never do it. If we have, yes. the, um, um, and also the men wanted um, a deposit, which we didn't have, so we had to go and borrow money from my um, husband's sister. Thank goodness she had that sort of money in a bank account. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, we didn't have a mortgage organized. It was nothing. No steps. You know, this is before you go into business. These are the steps you do. You have to do your business plan. You know, uh, you have to talk to the bank manager and so on. But I, I'm not sure. Maybe we're just lucky. Maybe something is looking after us. And also, uh, um, when we got here, um, we, we had a big house in London and we had to sell it to pay for the, more, the mortgage here. To, and, uh, but we couldn't sell it then, uh, it was difficult and so on. So we went to the bank and the bank gave us a big overdraft facility, you know, just like that. You know. But now if you go and ask for a bank facility, you know, forms to fill in and so on. No, it was just like, okay, we'll just give you a big, so we survived on that for a couple of years. The, 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 <laughs> The, uh, the overdraft um, uh, and then we got flooded uh, kind of a year later we got flooded um, the sea came over um, and uh, so but but the insurance um, wasn't put in you know in time so we got flooded and we're so worried with oh my god the insurance the policy didn't go in you know uh, oh my god oh my god because we got flooded everywhere inside uh, but it transpired that they said don't worry don't worry we'll um we'll accept your insurance policy although it hadn't it didn't go in at the right time but we were we were lucky so they paid up um for the damage but then the the, the assessor would need to come and see what the damage was but we had a really nice assessor you know like, so all the way we've been helped by we don't know maybe divine guidance mm. so when the assessor came we got a bit more money than we would have had you know so um, um wonderful thanks so much Oh, I've got some feedback. What What do you do now, uh, Danielle? You, you mentioned bed and breakfast. Do you still do bed and breakfast? Uh, mm, at the moment, no, not really because of COVID. But we are doing weddings. So we're doing outdoor weddings for the moment. But before COVID, we used to do weddings inside the lighthouse. Uh, and that was really fun. But it was secondary to the bed and breakfast. So but it was really good fun. Uh, it was very different from your hotel wedding because it's more like a, a mini festival. Mm. So you have loud music, people walking in and out and up and down, looking at the sea and um, um, with fireworks. Uh, it's very intimate, you know. Um, the most number of guests we've had maybe would have been about 80. 80 to 100 maybe so but mostly they were quite small um, like 50 60 you know but with the marquee now we've got a very large marquee and that could again take 100 odd guests but people are scared now um, to have that you know, just have a um, small number of guests mm. because hopefully of common sense will prevail 
again very soon and all this nonsense will finish and uh, um, uh, people will then then wake up but it's uh, it sounds a wonderful wonderful venue that's not only that's not the only thing you do there um daniel is it what about your um your health staff because you are you i believe you're a hypnotherapist well, um, so when we were running the bed and breakfast, my husband would do that. So he was the main person. <laughs> um, but I, I did the admin work. But as a, as a person who's, who's, uh, who's uh, what I'm going to say, Martian, <laughs> you know, I've got to do things. So I did all those different things myself. So uh, I trained as a hypnotherapist, a healer. I did lots of different types of healing. I went to America, went to France to learn about these healing modalities. Um, and, you know, I was always looking for things to do, you know, like up to upgrade my mind. Um, because in London, I was a college lecturer and it was always like, you know, business stuff. Uh, you know, I had to uh, do all the prep and the marking and so on. But here, um, it was different. So I was free. Uh, I started to do lots of therapies. So, yeah, and I've got a QXCI machine, which is a bioresonance machine. Um, and that is, it's just amazing, really. Honestly, I, you know, the press, we... We had a lot of articles when it came out, um, not me personally, but the um, people people in London, um, in the Telegraph and what have you, and they said it was just rubbish. But I find it amazing. Is just my nephew, for example, he's got some sort of blackness in his mouth. And I've just, I did a, a, a test the other day and it said it's a sort of a food um, additive that's turned his mouth black. Uh, so we don't realize about all the additives that food manufacturers put into their rubbish food, you know? Um, so yeah, just like that, it picked it up. And it picked up also um, that the virus thing, you know, it just says unknown virus. <laughs> it's just like, because he wouldn't, because my machine's quite, it's quite old, and it wouldn't have that, the name. <laughs> Just yeah. Yeah. Um, but all the viruses that are known before, it would pick it up. And the, the machine can do food intolerance, so it tells you what and what, 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 your health, your mental um, problems. It is amazing. If any doctors, I think a lot of doctors use them just to give them some some sort of guidance. Um, but that's, you know, people don't trust. They, they trust, you know, doctors and things, but not their their own way of thinking. And, and, and also it's the thought process, isn't it? We know that. But we, what we need to get known is that we are more than we're told we are yes and we're all connected aren't we we're all connected um it's like all the cells in your body you know if you if you look at it we're all it, it is working for one person so it's the same thing on in the world that we're all working for that one which is could be one person <laughs> I don't know, that person could be God or what have you, but we're all working and it's like we're all parts of the we're all part of the same, you know, whoever. The energy, yeah, the energy and the frequency um is, is incredible, um, isn't it? Yeah. Um so I was oh I was thinking, I was saying to my husband, right? Um I was listening to um, David Icke, and he said he had a, sorry, my eyes. Um, he said that he had, a, he'd done this, the ayahuasca. Um, uh, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, yeah, yeah um, mushroom thingy. 
And he then felt so much love that, you know, just like incredible, incredible love. Uh, I was saying to my husband, if everyone was given some mushroom, I, I, you know, then they would be able to feel that love. Um, uh, I mean, it's got to be done under guidance, you know. Um, maybe some people could be trained to do that, to, <laughs> to give people these mushrooms. Uh, but people with um, emotional problems, mental problems, it's because there's a lack of love and they can't go through um, the barriers, you know? So uh, we know about, you know, marijuana and what have you, it does help with pain relief and so on. But, you know, I thought everyone would quieten down, there wouldn't be any wars, <laughs> wouldn't be any aggression because we'll all be in this very lovey-dovey mood. Wonderful. Sounds idyllic, but I don't think, <laughs> don't hold your breath. <laughs> don't hold your breath on no, that. No, but the point is, Elaine, the point is the more we think about these things, the more it will happen. Yes, yeah. yeah you know, absolutely. like vitamin D, uh, people know now they've got to take vitamin D. Even the doctors now say, oh, you've got to take at least 400 milligrams. Oh, yeah, yeah, is it milligrams or something like that? Anyway, yes, yeah. four hundred. They said you've got to take. Before they used to say it's rubbish. Mm -hmm. You you say to them, oh, can you suggest some vitamins? And they say, oh, you get it all from your food. <laughs> yeah, that used to be the case, but no longer. So your no. your machine. So you can assess food intolerances and, and things that are wrong with people. Do they have to come and see you physically or is it something you can do over the, over the internet? No, you can do it virtually. I can do it virtually. So it's, uh, you know, how, you know, this man came up with the idea that you can do things virtually. But here now we think virtually is nothing. Mm. I'm talking to you and you're in Portugal. I'm in the UK. Uh, we're, we're talking instantly mm. you know it's like you know as if you're in the room with me yeah yeah it's incredible and that's what my machine does it does it virtually and almost as though you're out of space <laughs> so talk to us yeah. about the, the outer space dimension that um, you're interested in because uh, I attended the conference that you put on uh, a a few months ago, I think it was, and it was very, very interesting about UFOs. So, so talk to us about UFOs, Danielle. Yeah, I can tell you, I can tell you that um, when we first moved here, as I said, all these different things happened to us, like under guidance. Um, we would look out, out of our window and would see things, lights, and then all of a sudden they'll disappear. And they, you know, it's as if they're watching. <laughs> Yeah. It'll just disappear and also we had stories from the farmer that he he did see a ufo outside his kitchen window and farmers wouldn't tell you these things because it's out of the ordinary isn't it so i mean why would he tell people he saw a ufo and then uh, also fishermen would uh, also get get told us about ufos going and up and down the where we are the seven the river seven why would they say that? No reason, you know. And then uh, we uh, we got to hear about this couple and their family who got abducted. Uh, so it's the, the process is <laughs> like, you know, well, well, what happened? And then they would tell their story, how they got abducted. And then I know about the community of people who've been abduct abducted. Um, it's like also people who are shape shifting. <laughs> we know somebody who does that. You can look at him and he's like, and they have implants as well. So they can, they know they've got something under the skin. Um, they have loads of dreams or not, they're not actual dreams, but they're like, they can see things. And they, my friend has, um, he, he has little, little people, aliens come to see him at night time. So that's how the interest, the, where the interest came from is like, and also one night we were outside, I was outside with my friend um, and we were 
we were looking up at the stars and there was this very bright star. And the next day, and we thought, what's that? You know, is that a UFO? Um, so the next day I looked at my chain here. You can see that, that um, that's the kind of um, yeah. star of David or what have you. Star of David, okay, yes, yeah. Um, I, this comes from um, a healing modality called the, uh, now it's called the template ceremonies. I don't know if you've heard of them. No, I haven't, no. No, the lady is called Juliet, um, I can't remember her second name. Anyway, she lives in Bali. Um, it's all downloaded into her. So they, they, they use a lot of geometric symbols for healing. Um, so my my chain here, I wear that all the time. The last twenty years, you know, it's, I don't take it off. Uh, it grounds you and so on. And then the next day, this my chain and the 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 star of David, for example, all went black as anything. Black, black as anything. And my my friend looked it up online, and it's to do with radiation from them. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing uh you know it's just like there must be something else you know and the lighthouse is on crossing ley lines again we were told about this you know like what it does what the ley lines do we got into that um so we are connected to um stonehenge and to um through to apparently northern ireland or island. Um, so yeah, it's fascinating. So we're talking yesterday to my husband, I was saying, gosh, we've had loads of, um, there's my husband there, <laughs> uh, loads <laughs> of uh, incredible experiences, which um, uh, now looking back, they are experiences that we've been sort of guided in a way because yeah, um, so we are on crossing lays, which is very unusual. Uh, and then we have this chap now called um, Marco Guy. I don't know if you've heard of him, no. but he's a local person. And he says that, um, that Britain actually is Jerusalem. Oh, oh, that's Yeah, you should one. look it up. Yeah, that's a new one. And he, he decodes things all the time. So every day he gets downloads and he's and he can see the words and he can see the truth. So he's saying that Wales actually, where, where I am, um, there's a place called um, Kerwent. Okay. And he's saying that this is where Jerusalem, King of David was. And that the Bible, <laughs> just you have to. It's very complicated, you know. But it's, it's really interesting. So it's like the discovery of new things all the time. Yes, absolutely. And when you hear when you hear one story, you think, oh, you know, perhaps they're a bit cuckoo. And then you hear another one, you think, oh, well, maybe they've been talking to each other. But when you have story after story after story. Then, yeah, you know, you'd, you'd be a fool to ignore it. And then you've gone down the rabbit holes and explored to the point now where you're you're almost at the centre of things and hearing that you're on the ley lines. I mean, that's fascinating. And, and it's actually not not a huge surprise to me what you say about Britain is Jerusalem, because it, it sounds completely crackers to people who have not even started going down yeah. these rabbit holes. But um, with what's going on in the world, um, Israel is the uh, Israel and England are, are two of the most um, draconian uh, rule setting uh, countries in the world with all this COVID nonsense and and that can't be a coincidence, can it? No, no. You 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 must look um, at his Facebook page, which is. Um, shall I tell you? Or you yes, could... please. Yes, yes. yes. Um, it's Silus, S I L U R E S 2020. S I L U R S U R S 2020. 
Um, so he, I did interview him and I will put the video online because it is amazing if you look at it and you think, well, it does make sense, you know, it, and Israel shouldn't really be Israel. It should be here in, 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 in Wales. In, so, um, oh, that's is, and the Kumru, the Kumru for Wales, it means something else. And he's decoded everything, all the, the archangels. He goes back to um, uh, the Old Testament. Right. But all is not, he's just a normal chap. You know, he was okay before COVID. <laughs> you know, he, he used to run a business. He used to run a business. Um, he employed like 150 people. And COVID then came and he is, you know, obviously his job was gone. Because he was, a, he was a security firm looking after events and Glastonbury and, ah. and big events. Um, so all of a sudden he started to get downloads. Um, he doesn't know where it's coming from. Wow. Very interesting, all this stuff. I'm going to have to do loads more research. Do, just do some research. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, honestly, it is, it is amazing because people think he's like, you know, making it up. But a simple person who's not educated why would you go to all that trouble? Yeah, it doesn't make sense, does it? I'm just reading, I'm just looking up here on the web. I'm just, um, what's this thing called? I'm just looking at the, here we go, The Lost History of Earth. It's a five hour documentary. I've just put it on my timeline today on Facebook, The Lost History of Earth. I've put it on my um, Telegram and my Facebook. Um, it's absolutely fascinating and it's showing us all the things that uh, we've that have been hidden and things like photographs going back to 1820, 1840 in countries all over the world. And there's magnificent buildings that obviously we can see today, but they were they were there then and yet there was no people. So and they and then when you look at the records, they were saying that there were say like half a million people um registered in, in a city. But then when you look at the city, it's the same size as it is today. So why would they have a huge, ginormous city for just half a million people? And then how did all these buildings get built? And yet they they're trying to convince us that the power drill only came about, you know, 100 years ago. And yet these buildings were already built. It's, it's amazing. Amazing. It's the education system, though, isn't it? It's the, the, the scientists and then the people who think themselves as professional people. It, they're they're the people burying the truth you know that they oh they come up with this, this idea oh no it can't be right you know this you know it, but that we but then you have people who are uh, breaking through and and telling us what's what you know so i'm praying for these for these people to come forward just like now to come forward and tell us what's happening and they are coming forward aren't they yes gradually we are seeing yeah. we are seeing a turn for sure yes yeah doctors are coming forward i was just listening to to someone from um australia saying how the you know the the thing works because it goes inside uh, but only 20 percent would stay there but the yeah. rest would go through your your, the whole system, the brain, and then the, the spiky bits, then they stay inside your blood vessels. Yes. So then your blood doesn't flow, mm -hmm. you know, like as it should be. So the heart then has to pump harder to get the blood flow. Yes. Um, and then he's saying that a lot of people are having these very minor heart attacks, which yes. you don't realize it. Mm -hmm. Um, because you might be feeling fatigue, but you might be having a little heart attack. Yeah, and then thrombosis. Major. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yes, the 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 little blood clots, but the big, you know, ones mm. are the ones being reported. You know, so yeah. so a lot of people are coming forward. So I'm I'm happy in a way because the world 
will change for the better. Absolutely. You you mentioned the education system and I'm, and I'm definitely with you on that. And if I had young children today, I definitely would not be sending them to school. They would definitely be home educated. I'd find a way to do it. And there is a big demand for home educating and forest schools, uh, etc. And with the communities that we're building out here in Portugal, a forest type education is part and parcel of the community that we're that we're planning to build. Um, you, you yourself were in education. What, what, what were you lecturing in when you were uh, back in um, business, business studies, economics? Uh, so, I mean, it came handy because, you know, I've been running a business successfully. So, you know, I didn't have to start from scratch. So yeah. people who haven't had that education, you know, it, it's, it's hard when you start a business to get the figures right and to, um, you know, to be able to talk to your accountant and read the figures and so on. So it, no, nothing is wasted, is it? No. I, I always yeah. say challenges are not wasted. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, there's a purpose for each challenge. Um, so, you know, people like, oh, cry, 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 you know, because I've broken up with someone, cry, 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 because I've, lost someone or you know but all these are challenges that we should be grateful for absolutely i say that all the but time it's difficult to great. tell that it's it's difficult to tell that to people because you know like oh i'm you know i'm miserable and so on but you say well it's gonna move you forward yes yeah. then they'll think you're 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 wicked <laughs> if mm. you say that to them um you know sometimes you have to be a bit cruel to be kind yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like uh, when I was a hypnotherapist for example when people started to cry um you're supposed to let them cry you know you're not supposed to sort of say they're there there yeah you know um I've I, I, no I, no I, I agree with you Danielle because emotions that are held in um, cause ill health and, and distress and illness and inflammation and so on to the body so we do need to let our emotions out whether it's anger or sadness happiness you know whatever it is we need to we need to keep the emotions moving very important yeah. but no um, but yeah. also we need to do it ourselves so if yeah. somebody comes over and goes yeah there 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 stop it stop it you know yeah. uh, it doesn't benefit them no, no. Just, obviously, obviously, we need to, you know, show compassion and and, yes. and so on. But as a therapist, when I, you know we were told that you're not supposed to, but as in a family situation, it's different. You know, family, family. I, I say often that, as you do, nothing is wasted. All these experiences are there to to teach us. Um, but also that um, I'm I'm often considered, you know somebody described you yesterday as being bold um basically that was because I, I speak my mind and I sort of don't take prisoners I'm not I'm not completely without compassion but equally I don't encourage victim mentality nor no. is me and all the rest of it because it doesn't serve anybody does it um but some people who 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 think that my boldness is too harsh um then accuse me of being a narcissist and this and that but um I'm sorry, that's their view. Um, we can't change who we are. It's it's being aware, isn't it, of who we are and and playing to our strengths. And my strength isn't going, oh dear, poor you. You know, um, I'm more of a pull yourself together sort of person, and you know, man up, pull your big girl pants up, and, and this sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, sometimes you have to because um, then they they think, what? Well, I've got to show her that I can do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, um, so are you? Are you Aries? I'm an Aquarian. Oh, Aquarian. Normally, yeah. you're quite soft, and you know, but you can see both sides. Yeah, I can see both sides, and and, and I do, and I'm I'm very lucky that I can see um, all all parts. In my first business, I started over forty years ago with no business experience whatsoever. We built it to nearly two million turnover uh, with my first husband um so Gosh, really, what, what business was that that was kitchens that was kitchen design and installation we had four showrooms in london we did all of harrod's uh, installation work 
Um, I can go along the River Thames and point out all the buildings that we put kitchens in and what, and I was organising oh. it all. Um, and apparently that's called project management. Um, I didn't know that at the time. I was just doing it by common sense that, you know, need to do certain things in a certain order, but no business mentors, no nothing. Um, and it was, um, it was a, a very interesting time, fascinating. But I've learned recently, I had a, a um, what do they call it, a regression. Um, there's a very interesting lady up in Scotland who does regression therapy and also chakra healing sort of at the same time. So is she, again, virtually she does this. So as she is clearing uh, um, the, the chakras, she, she may come upon previous lives. So it turns out I've had three previous lives and the contrast between them is enormous. So some very, you know, very um, comfortable times and some very, you know, terrible times. And I think that's how I am today. I'm a product of all of that because I can, I can mix with Lords and Ladies and Buckingham Palace and all that malarkey, which I have done in the past. I wouldn't give you a thank you today, but I've, I've, I've attended many of the palaces and, and royalty and so on. And um, also I can mix with homeless and I've, I've set up and run a charity that included um, homeless people and so on and so forth. So I can, I can go between all these kinds of worlds comfortably because apparently I've lived them, but, and I've often wondered how I could, how I, how it is I'm comfortable but I think a lot of it as well as being comfortable in my own skin as you clearly are as well we're not we're not scared of speaking out um we are who we are and we go with the flow and we're happy aren't we I mean we're, we're happy people we're positive outlook and we just we just let let life flow yeah well this is it um we um it's amazing Elaine gosh I I do regression as well so I want to regress that a trap um, and find out what's happening, who's downloading all that information. When I was doing, um, I stopped doing hypnotherapy, for, you know, the last few years, but when I was doing it, we had some interesting cases, you know, like some people went back to the time of Jesus. I remember that clearly. Wow. You know, so, um, so we, we do, and some people told me about their in-between lives, where they are, you know, they're sort of, holding and waiting um so but i've got so many interests that i'm not really totally focused you know so i'd love to do more regression because that's so interesting well that that's very interesting too because the lady who i mentioned she's poorly at the moment and we've got um a couple of friends who want to do regression so i think i'll be sending them your way oh oh excellent um so um, what was I going to say? With regression. Um, Presumably you do it on Zoom, do you, or, or that time? Yeah, I've never uh, ever done it on Zoom. It's always been one-to-one. -one. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, so, but it's, it, it's, you know, the life after death, that my husband is really interested in that. What is life after death? Um, and and also I had um, Robin Foy who did a lot of experiments in Skoll in in Norfolk. He's continuing this in in Spain, so he's near Malaga. He's he's moved in there into a large property which is going to run as a retreat center. Oh, so he's trying to find evidence, proper evidence that people just you know, don't disappear and just become ashes. You know, <laughs> there is life after death. And he's, he's, this time he's more prepared because in England, he was just doing it for fun. You know, just a group of mediums coming together to 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 meditate and, and, and so on. And when they were doing that, they did that over five years and they had loads of um, practical, physical, experiences like they had uh, blue people come down um they had a connection with edison and churchill and what have you so so these people still are somewhere we don't know but so well, that, that's that, that also that's, with the ufo thing isn't it because um if we are to believe that the galaxy is a multi-dimensional multi-time you know time doesn't exist um there's 
we can't be the only surviving human or I don't know maybe we're the aliens and everybody else is yeah no that's know. quite correct Elaine we're all aliens we're all from different planets from different galaxies so if you look at us we're all you know physically we we, we operate the same but if you look at people visually like Chinese like Africans like you know there's something quite different about people not just cultures but um so really we might you know the physical features are different you know so yeah we are from different planets we are aliens we're all aliens and, and soon maybe with this new technology that we've got that we don't really understand so the other thing that um you know sort of makes me realize that as normal humans, where did all this creativity come from? You know, the creativity that we're talking about on Zoom, and it wasn't available before 2020, was it? You know, and I mean, all that, yeah. yeah. Um, where does this technology from, you know, like planes and, and, and sorry, the phone is ringing. I'll just turn the okay you've um you've muted yourself so we can't hear so I'll, I'll just talk over that while your phone is ringing and then you can unmute so um we're going to wrap up now danielle and um is there anything that you'd um are there any tips you know life tips or um wedding tips or any kind of tips that you want to share with the audience before we say goodbye um yeah i, I know people you know they say you know have a smile as soon as you wake up, just smile as soon as you wake up. I know we know this, but maybe I don't do it myself. Maybe that's something we should all do. So we smile, so we are in this good, we have this good feeling, and then we wake up and stretch and, and, and just feel, oh, accept everything, that's it. You have to accept things before you can change them. So if we accept that you're not feeling well, then you can change it. And if you accept that you're poor, then you can now take steps to become a bit better, you know. Yes, yeah. You know, so I think the basic thing is to feel good in yourself. And when you wake up and just like stretch or, or say a prayer, which I, I do, you know, I, I, but I, my advice is to smile, <laughs> just wake up, say your prayer and decide what you're gonna do for the day. Um, then wake up and say, I accept everything. And if you believe in a higher spirit, then say, you know, thank you. Don't beg, because they say you mustn't beg, you know, just say thank you for what you want. Um, and then that's, then just go ahead with your business and live in the now. So past, people go back in the past all the time. You know, for me, the past is gone. Uh, so what, a, you know, my life in London, my life, uh, you know, you know, just like, well, accept it. It's mm. gone, finished. Yeah. You know, why go over and over it again? People have been abused and so on. They just go over it. You know, just accept it. It's like finished. And also, I would say to talk to your subconscious mind and say, look, I'm in charge. Yes. Don't bother me. I am in charge. If you say that a few times, I'm sure the subconscious mind will just go, oh, sorry. Yeah. So that's what I say to people. Just talk it and say, I am in charge, not you. Go away. Very good. How can people contact you, Danielle? Um, there's my uh, my website, which is um, um, the West ask you know www west ask is spelled usk lighthouse.co.uk west ask lighthouse.co.uk i did have my own um, website hypnoworks but i have to redo it so i'll probably use the same domain you know, hypno-works.co.uk um well facebook you know facebook instagram you name it um twitter 
you know, so, um, yeah, no, life is interesting, really. It's, you know, you wake up every day where, where I live, you wake up like you probably, you see changes, you know, like in, in nature. And that's what they say. If we want to accept ourselves, we've got to accept nature. So yeah, go outside and just look at plants, look at birds, look at bees, look at flies, look at spiders. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what we should do. Yeah, everything is changing, but everything is wonderful. And it just is, isn't it? We can't um, change the present and the now um, unless we're aware of it. And then, yeah, just uh, to become more want. and more aware of where we are and enjoy with a smile on our face fabulous thank you so, yeah. so much and um <laughs> i hope one day to meet in person danielle who knows oh yes my conference is on the 17th of october on zoom uh, if you just type in Eventbrite, um ufo conference ufo and paranormal conference 17th of october will come up anyway so oh, i hope yes. and and next year I hope to have a physical one. So I did have uh, two physical conferences in 2019 and they were so enjoyable, really. It was like, ooh, <laughs> it was like really nice. Um, so I'll go back to having the physical ones if we're allowed. Right, no, no if, it's when. When, oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah. We've got a marquee now, so we can have them here. We can yeah. have loads of um, new age um, events as well. Fabulous, fabulous. Positive well, thinking, so positive exactly. thinking events. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. What wonderful, wonderful, and um, yeah, I'd love to come and see you too. You know, Portugal. I love Portugal. Any time you'll be very surprised um, because by the time you get here, we would have you'll have something to show you. At the moment, it's all planning stage and land clearing and all this. I know you said. Very excited. Are you um are you selling the properties that you're building? Yes, we will be. Yes, we will be selling. Uh, well, on long lease because the the way the the properties uh the, the way the land law is here um somebody owns the land and then we're actually going to do it as a non profit and um a community sort of set up and community guidance but um the the cabins will be leased uh, on long lease to people so it's going to be a really wonderful wonderful um community living sustainable eco this that and everything green and whatnot um all generations mixing together old people teaching young people all you know that how, how life used to be yeah that was my dream as well you know it's always been my dream to have a to build a community and um and i've been thinking about it really the um the the way forward for all of us is to become community based so you know shop locally you know do things together as um, a community because that's gone isn't it you know even our local um village um um hall no one uses it, mm. you know, so no one, people have escaped, you know, they're just like mm, community, but I think that's, that's where we should be heading for. Yeah, um, Community-based living, because that's what's missing, and that's yeah. why people, people miss that love um, that they would get from a community. Yeah, we need the connection. So, Daniel Sheehan from www.westasklighthouse.co.uk that's the easiest one for me to remember uh have a wonderful day uh, if people just type lighthouse newboard will come up anyway cool not many lighthouses um <laughs> have a proper website you know, so sorry to say that but you know wonderful um yeah and uh, also i'm also going to say that we've been in the, the media we've been on television and so on so soon we're going to be in um BBC program as well. So they're coming to film tomorrow. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So hopefully um, that'll be, um, you know, we might still do some sort of bed and breakfast or self catering in the grounds. Yeah. So, so tomorrow they're coming to film. 
Fabulous. Time to get the housework done. Oh, by, by the way, we've been on Doctor Who. So if anyone is oh. listening and is a Doctor Who fan, we were on uh, series uh, 12, episode five. Ah, okay. I don't uh, I don't have a television license. I don't watch mainstream, but I'm, there's lots and lots of people do. So Doctor Who. Doctor yeah, Who, people, people do. Doctor Who. Yeah, people. Well, that's connected with um, space travel and yes. the UFOs. And, yeah, and when they came here, the storyline was that they buried the TARDIS ah. in, in a few yards from us. And we've got a TARDIS now that's become a, a, a loo. So we call it either Dr. Lou or <laughs> Dr. something else. Yeah. Or, or, you know, so, uh, so we, and also we've got a Dalek. Ah. So we've always had a Dalek, yes. A big one, massive Dalek. Very good. Very so good. That, but there's connection here with space and, and yes. UFOs and space travel. We would all, I mean, we all want that, don't we? Space travel, because can you imagine? <laughs> Isn't there thinking about? Right, so on that note, off you go to get your house. Yeah, thank you. TV thank crew. you. Thank you. Yeah, oh gosh, it'd be lovely. But I wouldn't want to tumble in and out, but, you know, just like sit like on a plane. Yeah, I think we do tumble in and out where we get these deja vu moments and uh, we we can't find things and then then we can find things and you know we lose our keys and all these sorts of things i think some of that um is all part and parcel of this multi-dimensional time travel yeah it is amazing yeah because it happened to me quite a lot before but um and things will appear disappear yes yes Uh, and um Okay, oh, time just like, yeah, time to go, time, time to go. Right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. been lovely chatting. Thank you very much, yeah. Elaine. So I'll see you at my conference in October. You certainly will. I'm sure we'll see you, I'll see you online before in any anyway. Yeah, cheers. Thank you.